The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Ah, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, hilarious stand-up writer, producer, worked with the likes of Chris Rock and George Lopez, Jeff Stilson first. Let me thank the folks that actually sponsor this podcast for real. Uh, Month of October just keeps getting better. NFL, college football just wrapped up the World Series, NBA, NHL. Truly a great time of year for all uh, real, true sports fans. Only one place to get in on all the action, betonline.ag. Don't wait any longer. Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. That's PODCAST1 for the 50% sign-up bonus at betonline.ag. And, of course, download Pluto TV to all your favorite devices and visit TrueCar for all your new and used car buying needs. Now... Uh, before we get to my guest, as always, time for the Waterhouse Update. Brought to you by the Broken Clock Store. Open 35 hours a day, 12 days a week. America's pastime. No, not taking an ancestry test and then for some reason telling everyone you did not take an ancestry test. Baseball. World Series. Boston spanks L.A. like a Japanese businessman at a Dutch brothel. Despite the win, Nathan Evaldi still pitching game three. Journeyman slugger Steve Pierce won MVP by getting in a groove deeper than Bootsy Collins. David Price, like a cat who smells spilled sushi on your stupid no-lace Chuck Taylors. He just keeps coming at you. Game 5, Dodgers had all the enthusiasm of a bachelor party for a 53-year-old bartender's fourth marriage. Bosox celebrated Jeff by eating leftovers out of their own beards. And finally, Mary Hart left Chavez Ravine at 3.15 a.m. after being tasered by the Dodger dog guy. That baseball news sponsored by Pavlov's Dogs. The hot dogs you crave every time you hear a buzzer. NFL! Packers with the early reveal that they are the Rams' secret Santa. In the last three-minute Sunday, Green Bay gave L.A. a 20-yard punt, a fumble, and an Axe body spray gift basket. Denver slipped through a hypnol in Kansas City's barbecue sauce, still lost by a TD. 59-year-old Saints quarterback Drew Brees raced over from a reverse mortgage seminar to beat the Vikings 30-20. Washington beat the Giants, who are now being coached by a drone operated by a middle school science class. Well, that's fun for the New York fans. Meanwhile, in seven-man football, Philly beat Jacksonville. That pro football news brought to you by the Catapult. Launch your cat 500 feet. See if he'll stop peeing on the sofa then. College football. Northwestern beat Wisconsin to take the inside track on who will have their ass handed to them on a cutting board by Ohio State. Washington State beat Stanford. Head coach Mike Leach ran a fake punt during his press conference. Clemson FSU came over quicker than Sunday Mass in Las Vegas. A Seminole fan in the bleachers. Did you see this, Jeff? Famously switched to reading a novel halfway through the game. He was immediately hired to teach English Lit at FSU. Cal beat Washington in a game the Huskies could only wish was not too late for everybody to see it. 
Fresno State now in the top 25, said the mayor of Fresno. We have a college here. That college wrap-up brought to you by Sparka, the only parka with its own small fire. Come out of the darka with Sparka. NBA, uh, brother. Cavaliers fired head coach Tyron Lue, which is like the Hindenburg firing their dessert chef. It's not the problem. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1986. The place, the U.S.-Mexican border. San Diego Padres pitcher Lamar Hoyt arrested for attempting to smuggle 500 pills over the border in his undies. His defense, I'm just holding them for the rest of the caravan, didn't fly. That Waterhouse Update brought to you by Eclectricity. The electricity that's just a little hipper than yours. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, funny comedian, writer, producer, golfer, UW Husky fan, Jeff Stilson. Jeff, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm good, Chad. How are you doing? No, man. I need to, I need to, I need to swallow my own phlegm after that. My goodness. I'm surprised I don't have asthma. You've got the energy. I really do. Now, listen to me. You were quarterback in high school. I was. In fact, I want to bring up right off the top, you used to have a broadcast partner, uh, uh, a very talented quarterback. Yes, I did. Uh, Montana Tech or Digger, I believe. A that guy named correct. Scotty Nordquist. Scotty what Nordquist. What happened to Scotty? Well, here's what happened. Scotty Nordquist, of course, uh, a lot of people don't remember. Scotty Nordquist threw the longest pass in the history of organized football, a one Hundred yard pass to win the Intercontinental Football League for the Sioux Falls Thunderstorm. Uh, immediately threw out his arm on that pass, even though they won the game, and shattered his career. Was bitter uh, from then on, but uh, managed uh, briefly a career in the broadcast booth with me as my color man for many uh, assorted uh, wonderful events. We did uh, we uh, did the uh, T-shirt uh, cannon biathlon together. Uh, we did the interstate barehanded culvert hunt together. And, of course, uh, he was on the International Speed Fishing Championships with me for a couple of years. Then I think he went back to the juice. I haven't heard from Scott. I think he did. I saw him play for the War Diggers. Cannon. He, Cannon of an Ridiculous. Yeah, and you know yeah. it's, uh, it's quarterback you, Montana Tech. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys have come out of there. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, tragically, uh, he had Tommy John surgery that repaired it momentarily and then uh, he was catching, uh, you know, those uh, Dr. Pepper things yeah. where the kids throw at the thing? Yeah, he was accidentally training a kid out in the stadium. It was Atlanta or somewhere. And he was going to start his comeback, and, uh, and, and, he, and he caught a football right in his shoulder, and that did it again. And that kid was just like well, a, you were good together. You a were, uh, dental student at Georgia Tech. You were magical. Something. Yeah, I thought we had a good combo, but, you, you know, uh, uh, you, you, can't, you, you can't control fate, Jeff. Well, you're doing fine on your own, so thank you for having me. <laughs> so listen, your best memory as a QB. My best memory as a QB. Your best play. Uh, your best play I can't, I, best, uh, I actually remember looking off a receiver and, uh, and finding my tight end in the end zone, Kevin Stout, uh, and uh, throwing a nice pass. Uh, it, it was maybe the first time I ever went to a secondary receiver. I still remember that. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> Yeah, usually you just, in high school, you yeah. just threw to the guy that, you know, you had a primary receiver, you threw to him, but this time he wasn't open, and I hit Kevin Stout. And by the way, Kevin Stout's father uh, was our milkman, Bob Stout. Nice wow. Guy. Man, oh, yeah. man, that, that's there a tight go. neighbor. That's a tight cul-de-sac. Yeah. Early dawn. Used to drop the milk off every Tuesday. <laughs> that sweet yeah. anecdote brought to you by Hypnosis. Get rid of those redneck tendencies once and for all with Hypnosis. What was your worst memory? Uh, throwing a pick. To the monster, 
the coach had just told me uh, the series before the monster's going to be on the weak side. Watch him, and I and on a slant route right in right into his uh, right into his chest. And uh, I actually was so angry I made the tackle. Wow! After throwing the pick. in your yeah. defense, if I may, your coach told you to watch the monster. And in high school, as you know, as yeah. you just pointed out, yeah. you go with the first receiver. Yeah. The coach tells well, you to go. I hit with... him right in the chest. <laughs> now listen to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you hit him in the numbers. That's yeah. a good pass. Uh, now golf, you, you golf, but I understand. I uh, played you... with Bob Cost, uh, not Bob Costas, Peter uh, Cost, Peter Costas yeah. this weekend. Oh God, Young kid with a dream. That was, that was a disaster. He, you know, he's a. He's a he... Paul Casey is his student. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's a golf analyst and a golf teacher. Yeah, and he is he's remarkable. He knows everything. Well, that's about a golf. lot of pressure. And, hang on. Well, you're, you're horrible, playing with horrible. a golf teacher, and he had to adjust his thinking when you Around know he's you? Te- well, yeah. With Paul Casey, it's he's teaching a guy how to hit a ball consistently within three or four yards of his target, and with me, he's like telling me stuff like try not to hit it backwards, just g- go. That way with it, basics. Yeah, really. He had to basic. break it yeah, down to the basics. He, it, it was a, uh, it was for a charity event with Lewis Black for the great Lewis Black. Yeah, you've uh, you've uh, you've heard of Lewis. Black, yeah, sure, Lewis yeah. Black, great comic, yeah. great comic. Uh, not a bad golfer either. He introduced me to Maury Povich, which was one of the thrills of my career. Well, I got to play with Maury Povich this week. That's impressive. But this year he didn't come with uh, Connie Chung. Oh, he didn't. No, Whoa. just Maury. That's like that you know, takes him down into the like, middle of the pack. That takes him from number yeah, four like, to number twenty-three. Like getting Hall, but not Oates. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah. He's yeah. still going to sing the hits. No, it's like it's, getting it's, it's like getting Oates. Yeah, <laughs> but so, not right. Hall. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You know you're Hall and Oates better than I. Do. Now listen to yeah. me. Uh, you lived in Australia. I did. Uh, you had the four kids. Uh, we attempted to leave any of them there before you came back to the States. Because oh, I know four kids. I can't even imagine. Four kids. That's like that's like trying to manage the 72 Oakland A's. Well, the 20-year-old is uh, 6'2 now. He's four inches taller Good, than I am, and, and then it, which makes it especially pathetic when he's asking for money and he has to look down at you. <laughs> yeah, but do- he always asks for small amounts, too, because he knows I'll say no to anything more than a dollar. So he comes back like five times. He's and trying he's like, to bleed you like a street urchin. Can I have a dollar? <laughs> uh, please. Yeah, well, now, what made you leave? Uh, you went, what made you go to Australia? And then what My made you come Australian. back? My wife's Australian. Well, that answers that. We, we don't have to go any deeper than that. Aussie, so we went. I, uh, happy wife, happy life. Get yeah, over to Australia, no, buddy. Then you I came think. back. You just figured you saw the crap on American TV and thought, hey, I can do that again. Yeah, that and there's no way to make a living there. So, so in Australia, there's nothing you so can the, do. So, so uh, no, real- no, you can live on the beach. You just uh, yeah, literally live on the beach. The uh, that we were uh, no real economy to speak of. Came back. Well, not in, not not in well, entertainment. Well, yeah, one of those socialite forms of government, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it. The ten-year-old we left, and uh, oh, you did. then when we decided to, to come back to the states, he's he he's kind of analytical. And he said, uh, "So uh, we uh, we're going we're going back to where we came from, right?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "So what was the point?" <laughs> Couldn't explain it from the mouths of babes. But it, it's a beautiful place of uh, the ancients. Have you have you been to Australia? I have There's... not been to Australia. Uh, 
Oddly enough, I've I've not had any job offers down there, and you would think with the kind of whack-ass sports they have down there, I would have got a shot. You like some of those sports. Australian rules football, which, uh, which to the naked eye for me appears to be uh, football with no rules. You can, like, kick it in the stands, and it's still in place somehow. It's, you got to kind of pop it out. It's related to Gaelic football. It's not related to rugby. It's not related to uh, American football. American football, it's, no. You can only kick it. Yeah. That's why there's so many punters from Australia now, in college say, football yeah. in the NFL. Ah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. where we're getting a lot and of And you punters. can hand pass it. You can punch the ball. And you can run with it, but you have to bounce it every 15 years. Well, uh, with uh, with Gaelic being in their history, I'm, I am surprised I don't know anything about it. You must have seen cricket. Cricket. What's your take on oh, cricket? Oh, that, that thing the Brits came up with to try yeah. to rip off baseball. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That that's it. That's it. They had a and flatter bat. Do you know how it's different? Uh, 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 do I know how cricket is different, different from, from baseball? Yeah, it's five times more boring. Exactly. A match can take five days. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Five days. But once you understand cricket, yeah. it's a very exciting game. Yeah, well, it's, well, yeah, so is chess. It's, it's, very it's, exciting if it's you want to diff- stick with it well, for three centuries. It's, it, that's, it's a different kind of excitement. It's not like the excitement that, you know. You, that normal people want. Well, you experience in a boxing match or, or a football game. It's more like the excitement that's generated when someone counts backwards from a thousand, so about about you can, you get fifty-seven, you get a little get a little tingly. <laughs> that ringing endorsement brought yeah. to you by Scantastic. Give yourself an MRI at home for one tenth the price of those fancy hospitals with Scantastic. Listen, you you've worked sponsors. with them. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. They've been with me a long time. I used them on my knee. I saved a bundle. I only limp a little bit. You've worked with some of the biggest names in the biz. Give me a thumbnail. I'm going to throw them out. George Lopez. George, yeah, George. Love working with George. George, the girl. Uh, What'd you do? We play golf together. That's your work. We play golf. Man, I got to get in and, on that. Uh, and we write jokes. He's, That's pretty. Well, he's well a, yeah. He's a good dude. He's a great joke yeah. writer. He's, uh, uh, I've known him since, uh, well, we started together. We started doing stand up together. He's like the, he's, to me, he's like Vince Lombardi in a way. He doesn't cut any, no crap. That's the quotes I like of Lombardi when you see the old black and white footage is, is when Lombardi says, Hey, what the hell's going on out there? That's, <laughs> I hey, like Lo- that direct. I that was George thinking had. about Lombardi and those old teams, uh, this week when they played the Rams because, uh, I was a Rams fan when I was a kid and my brother was a Packers fan. So I want to talk to you about the Packers at some point. You must well, have a feeling. Let's go yeah. right now. We got nothing, we got nothing but bad questions after this. Uh, all right. I want, I have a couple of questions, but maybe I should save them for the little quiz at the end. Well, that's up to you. Oh, you got a pop quiz for me? I do have a pop quiz. All right, for save you, but it I for that. But, I but could, we can talk if you want to talk about the bloodthirst well, you have for your brother the, as a the, Packers fan. The Rams had a quarterback in common with the Packers. He started for the Rams, and then he was beaten out by Roman Gabriel, and then he went John, to the Packers. Uh, Back up. Yeah. In the, on the 60. John, six, John, Hugh, 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 John, uh, Come on. I can't remember. Zeke. Zeke Bratkowski. Yeah. He was with the Rams. Yeah, he was with the Rams. uh, Gabriel beat him out. He was the starting quarterback with the Rams. That's when you could be like 27 and bald and still be playing. Nobody gave you any crap over it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, And the the third string quarterback on that team? On which team? The Bratkowski, Bart Starr, 67-68 Packers. Packers, the third string quarterback. So it was was, uh, Bart Starr. 
Bratkowski. Zeke Bratkowski. Yeah. And uh, da- uh, uh, Donnie Anderson. No, oh, no, no, no. He was the backup uh, halfback, and he became No, the he starter. was the starter, but he was also a QB. Uh, no, it was Don Horn. Don Horn! Ooh, I like yeah. Don Horn. There Who eventually go. wound up having a few good years for the Packers. Yeah. And not, not bad at all. No, not, not great years. But well, I'm, right. you know, I'm going to take the word of a good quarterback. That, <laughs> that, uh, that ringing endorsement of Don Horn's career brought to you by High Fructose Corn Syrup. Don't worry. Something worse will come along. Biggest disappointment in your uh, showbiz career when a, a project going south or something that looked like a sure thing, and uh, and then kind of kind of tippled off the creek. Well, this is a this is a I guess that's a disappointment. Maybe it's it stupid to understand. This, this, it was uh, a disappointment. This podcast. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh I thought that's where you go. I'm not. I'm not uh, <laughs> that honest. Uh, no, uh, at, when I, I think was, you are. Actually. <laughs> I was a writer on. Uh, Letterman, a couple of the writers thought it would be a good idea if I hosted the 1230 show that followed Letterman. Yeah. Because Letterman owned the late show. Sure, and, and Tom Letterman, Snyder had it for a while. Yeah, well, that was the first guy. Yeah, and, yeah. And these guys pitched me to be the first guy. Oh. And, you know, Letterman's my comedy idol. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So th- we go to Letterman to pitch this idea of me being the first host of the 1230 show at CBS, and and it was just like one quick sideways movement of the head, and that was it. It was over. Wow. The dream was over. Like Blackjack uh, Morris yeah, just shaking like, off a curveball uh, sign from the catcher. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, brother. That uh, was it. I, 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 did, I shot a piece with uh, uh, Dave Letterman this week for the, uh, for the uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus Mark Twain Prize uh which airs in November at some point. Oh, that's and I, and awesome! I got to do a cold open with. Uh, with so you Dave worked with uh, John Max. He always works. Yes, on worked that. with John. Max. And you worked with young Alex Edelman. Uh, I young kid with, with a uh, dream. Uh, no, Paul Greenberg. Paul Greenberg, the you great Paul him? Greenberg. Yes, I Paul sure Greenberg. do. Yes, yeah, so yeah, he was from uh, an improv group where he did an impression of Jesus that uh, always made me laugh. Yeah, he's 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 funny. He's a funny kid. Now listen to me. Uh, what's your greatest showbiz moment for all the kids greatest out there listening? Greatest showbiz moment. What do you think? What do you think? Cuz you've worked I with some of the greatest. Can't you worked on Letterman. I can't remember yeah. those. I don't know. Uh I don't know. Uh, how about Ed? Uh, well, how about how about just uh uh won an Emmy uh writing for Chris Rock uh on the Chris Rock show. He's uh Oh, you could. You don't have to list it like a resume entry. You could put a little. No, what's a great it. moment? I mean, the, the great moments. Are hey, usually... it could be the same moment. Just say oh, it with boy. a. You're, you're sort of kid sullen. You got to. It's gotta all just... arbitrary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's all uh, they happiness reach into is arbitrary. Yeah. But uh, no, but working with Chris Rock is fun because he's a good guy and he knows a lot about sports. That exciting anecdote brought to you by Conundrums, the drum set no one can figure out. Chris Rock is an incredible guy. Uh, that was one hell of a staff you guys had when he first started at HBO and kind of revolutionized the way that kind of show could go. It sounded like it was just going to be a talk show, and then it wasn't. Yeah, well, it had to be exciting being in that. That was a hell of a staff. Louis C. Oh. <laughs> All right. I will edit that out. We'll walk that back for you. Neither of us want Louis to get... Seek. I got oh, yeah, wait. Uh, hashtag. Uh, no, yeah. It was a, it was hashtag, a, it was I'm a, sorry. It was a good staff. It was a good staff. <laughs> Who else was on there? Uh, we had Chuck Sklar, Ollie Roy, Ooh, uh, Wanda Sykes, Wanda Tom Agna. Uh, yeah, it was a good, uh, it was a good. Staff. And what changed? What, what switched the 
train tracks and got you guys off on a, off on the express there because that show took off, man. And 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 I I think it was because you guys managed to capture who Chris really was. But you tell me from the inside of the well, locker room. I don't know. It's the, uh, I'll tell you this. Yeah, Chris had such a strong personality. He had he was he had all the skills it takes to to host a talk show. He could do a monologue. He could interview really well. His interviews were interesting in that he he argued with his guests, but in a very polite way. It it was less of an interview than it was an interrogation, but a polite one. He always found a point of view that was different from his guest at some point, just to make the interview interesting. Sure, and that's kind of what Chris is about. And then also, we just uh, we focused on a different world. We were focusing on uh, on hip hop culture instead of pop culture so all of our references were different from the references you would hear on other shows right right and but everything else i mean we did a lot of field pieces which i learned to do on letterman uh the monologue was a monologue a standard monologue but instead of madonna jokes we did little kim jokes right uh so we uh we just had different uh we just had different joke fodder and uh and it was it was fun because, you know, I'd written on Letterman and I'd written for Dennis Miller a little bit. And I'd written for all these other uh, guys who are hosting shows. And basically one joke, a joke that you did on any of those shows would work, but you had to write a completely different joke for Chris Rock. So, right, right. Yeah, you couldn't start at the same place. Yeah. No, you couldn't. You we could not. We, we, yeah, we weren't going we to do that. Plus, I think that guy had an ability, as you say, number one, play devil's advocate – in an instant, in his yeah. head, bam, he could go, oh, boom, I'm going to turn this because i, I got to get a bump here. And he didn't want to guess unless he felt that there was some point at which they could have a little uh, disagreement or argument. Well, that takes, some, that takes some stones right there. Yeah, he's got stones. Hey, listen, man, i got a Wiley Showbiz veteran with me. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway for my listeners from the great Jeff Stilson. All right, I'm going to ask you four questions. Uh, you take your time. These are legit questions, which I know is a shocker for most people doing this podcast. But here they come. Question number one. You're on the road a lot, uh, writing and uh, occasionally doing stand-up and, and whatnot. And, of course, uh, the whole back and forth to Australia. Uh, what's your best travel tip? Best travel tip? Uh, uh, travel with your own coffee. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Travel with your own coffee. Yeah, you because don't... coffee plays a big role on the road. Uh, sometimes your sleep is disrupted, uh, from, you know, the gig or just the time zone. So bring your own coffee because you're going to drink a lot of it. That's it. That's my tip. Question and, number and, two. Yeah. Yeah. Go and ahead. Buy, no. buy half and a half. Uh, if you if you like cream in your coffee, because most hotel rooms don't supply it. Yeah, and I, I would yeah. just I would I would sh- I would shorten that baby to drink your coffee black. Don't trust. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. No, don't All trust right. them. Anyway. Black Question black. number two: How do you tell the truth to executives and not lose your job? Because you have a bit of a rep as an honest guy, and uh, you know my listeners, no matter what business they're in, sometimes they're faced with a uh, meeting with the boss, and uh, and you got to tap dance a little bit. But uh, I don't know how to do it. That's why I'm here, for God's sake. I don't know. How to do it either i uh i um uh i've i've burned a lot of bridges Have you? and I, I i would talk to some i you know what let's find someone who could answer this question i'd like to hear <laughs> all right yeah i'd say. like we'd both like yeah. to hear the answers because yeah. well, we have blown up bridges like uh, we, uh they yeah. do on the bridge on the river Kwai when alec guinness just looks up <laughs> yeah. with that look of joy in his face and the whole thing goes down there's got to be a way to do it though 
Yeah, there has. Right? There has to be some way because there are people who have been in show business for a long time. Here's what I'll do. Yeah. I'll get Judd Apatow on. We'll find out. Question number three. Best way to calm down a big-name stand-up you're working with who's just fired up about something and not focused. How do you get a Chris Rock or a George Lopez or any of those guys, uh, Letterman, anybody, to, to, to try to get them back to focus? Uh, well, you don't have to with Rock because he's just he's there. So, he's just wow. there. He's, he's He's looked at every side of stand-up. He's uh, he's a he's a stand-up professor. He and Seinfeld, I think, are above everybody else when it comes. Nothing, to nothing. It's like Greg Maddox on well, the mound. Yeah, nothing rattles. Absolutely, them. and they're hitting all the corners and uh, changing up their speeds. Everything. Uh, uh, well, other Maybe guys less experienced. Other guy. guys, you can tell, uh, but if they're good comics, they're not going to listen to you because. Otherwise, they'd be giving you advice. You'd be the one on stage. So ultimately, you can't calm them down. Their instinct is going to kick in, and uh, they're not. They're, so you just got to encourage them can, in a way. Well, you kind of you, say that's you the greatest offer, idea you ever. Offer, you can offer your advice, but uh, generally speaking, unless they agree with it, they're not going to take it. Yeah, well, that's good advice. Yeah. Uh, last question. Best survival tip in a cutthroat situation. How do you deal with it when you get into a work environment and you go, oh, brother? This is not adding up. Uh, or do you just get out as quick as you can? That, 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 you, you know. get it. Well, the first move is to take a take long walks. <laughs> long walks and 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 muttering goes so far. Sounds, sounds like uh, a long new, walk and muttering, and then uh, it's the and, same as cancer. And then treatment. you you, tr- you know what? You try to make it to the ten day mark. If you can make it to the ten day mark, then you can get through the gig. You you got to get to the ten day mark. Once you're in single figures, as far as how many days left in the gig, in the gig, <laughs> you're all right. So just check them off yeah. like you're in prison, and focus all your energy on one dick. If you focus all your hatred on one dick, then the other ones kind of uh, fade off. Yeah, they're they not fade so off. bad. Yeah, they're yeah. You've made them yep. good guys. I like that. Great advice. That Advice Corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Can you say dick? On yeah, the, uh, sure. Yeah, okay. Of course wow, you can. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of cars, uh, True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you're going to enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, Check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. All right, buddy, listen to me. It's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. These are That's sports. Uh, yeah, okay. go ahead. No, Colin Comment Coward. Comment on this. Colin Coward has a thing called the Blazing Five or something. Yeah. I'm uh, just saying it's like, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to Colin yeah, Coward I don't know. about I'm just that. just saying. Blazing five, uh, the fiery four. It's a yeah. whole different thing, though. Yeah. Actually, it's four, and I don't bore you with I'm, the fifth I'm just one because any day fiery in sports, bla- fiery, blazing. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but look, four, if you're dragging five. somebody into a fifth question, I think I got to say, fiery four is way better than than blazing five. I don't, I don't know. Thank you. These are sports takes so hot. Manny Machado tried to kick him in the ankle. Fire number one. <laughs> Can Pac-12 football regain national prominence, or will it forever 
be Comedy Central to the SEC's Netflix? Not this year, Jesus. I'm a Huskies fan. That's the tough. other you would yeah. yeah, And uh, we lost to California this weekend. What's going on? A lot of people like to blame, blame the time frame. People don't see the games, but I I think. No, it's, uh, it's an inferior brand. Yeah. Although the Huskies should have beaten Auburn in their opener, and it was just bad coaching. Yeah. Uh, bad play calling, and we lost the game. We've lost three games this year because of bad play calling and bad coaching. There may be. And it's the offensive line. I, that seems to be the difference, is weak against. Like when we were in the playoff two years ago, couldn't block the SEC team. Yeah. Whoever we play, yeah. they just think their yeah. their 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 uh, their defensive front is just too much for our offensive. Yeah, front. there's a lightweight kind of pinball yeah. quality sometimes to Pac-12 football. Stanford bucks that trend, but then uh, as soon as Stanford gets on a roll, uh, four of their guys got to go off and invent a, a substitute for oxygen or something because they're bright people. Fire number two. Depth. Sorry, I just have to add. Depth. Depth. Well, yeah, a couple yeah. injuries in Pac-12 teams are... Yeah, yeah that's true. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Depth. Boy, they, they lose one speedster, and, and they're down yeah. to the white kid from Modesto. Should baseball shave eight or more games off the season so we're not huddling around trash can fires to stay warm during the World Series? Uh, well... And I know you like baseball, too. 154. The, game, the season used to be 154 games, so we could go back to that. But I don't, I don't think that's the problem. Jesus. I watch these guys now, and... That was an abomination. Hill coming out after six innings, and I don't know. It was a misunderstanding, whatever. I don't know if it's yeah. the manager or the pitcher. Yeah. But a starter should want to go at least eight. I'm sorry. It's just sad when the yeah. starter, the, the best pitcher on your staff, comes to the manager and says, you better watch me in the seventh yeah, yeah. inning. And he hasn't pitched in how many days? Anyway, yeah. was, they weren't going to win the series. Boston's one of the best teams. I remember Warren Spahn pitched a yeah. uh, three-hitter, 12-inning three-hitter and lost. Spawn insane and hope for rain, yeah. right? Yeah, way back Milwaukee Braves. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, they don't, they, don't, uh, they don't play ball like uh, that I anymore. think about a, a, a genuine starter, I still think they're out there. They, they want to yeah. go the distance. Yeah. And if you got a guy who's asking, I don't know. Yeah, just, that made me sad because I like Hill. Yeah, it's a it's all analytics now. It's all numbers. It's all computers. Adding under fire number three. Will the Rams in Kansas City stay on a collision course for the Super Bowl, or will someone knock them back to the salvage yard? They're two young teams. They're killing it, but uh, is it going to catch up to them? Uh, I'm a Rams fan. I've loved the Rams since I was a kid. Uh, I hope they, they got the up, goods. Maybe they got the goods. And uh, Cooper Cup from my hometown, Spokane, or. Cheney, right outside of Spokane. Sure, nobody Great. knows Cheney. They get two guys from two guys from uh, Eastern Washington on their squad, and then uh, Littleton, who played for the U of Dub. Uh, I think they can do it. They've they've got McVeigh's is yeah, he's a, a young Belichick. He's a good coach. And finally, fire number four. Has Joe Buck done enough to be the new number one sportscaster person? Person people favorite. Joe Buck. He did a good job I, I on the series. He did do a good. He did, and and he is. By far the least annoying company, other than you, Chet. Uh, uh, <laughs> other than me, yeah. I am, well, hey, I don't mind if people call well, me annoying. But you're not annoying because you don't have the profile to be annoying. You need that's a higher true. profile yes. to be really annoying. Absolutely. And that's one of the that, reasons I've stayed below the yeah. radar. So no one can ever accuse you of being annoying on the level of uh, some of these guys on I ESPN. balance a lack of fame. With the amount of annoyingness yeah, that exactly. I have. Exactly. Here's a question why for I'm you. Here. Explain yes, to sir. me why the color commentator 
now feels he has to speak after every play, even if he has nothing to say. Chet, please. Well, I think it's because uh, they're being prodded and poked and pushed by their production people to become personalities themselves so that the production people and the network have something else to push uh, besides, you know, Vern Lundquist's pumpkin face. they got to get some new uh, stars in here. I think Vern's losing it, by the way. But uh, he's confusing names of golfers. With names of football players. That's the tough part. Uh, But you're a pro. I mean, you must understand that that (laughs) Phil Mickelson, back to pass. (laughs) Yeah. Vern. I still like his voice. (laughs) Uh, you must understand, though, that, that we don't tune in to listen to you. Yeah, exactly. We tune in to watch I've the game. I've always right? understood yeah. that, uh, with the On exception of the occasional yeah. score and the occasional ad. Uh, I've always understood uh, people sh- certainly aren't tuning in for me. And that's, your, real, and that's your real voice, too. That's another yeah. thing. You don't, uh, no. you don't punch uh, no, I don't punch it up. Certain words, no. and you don't. Your voice isn't all over the place. No, you're this, nice. This is, this is how you talk. This when is you're me at the Dale's away from Jr. the mic as well. Hey, that's, yeah. See, what's no, the absolutely. sales on wine this that's, week? That's, that's me. Another thing I appreciate about about you. Thank you. That fiery four brought to you by Gentlemen Prefer Gentlemen, the All Gentlemen's Gentlemen's Club. Whoo! Hey, listen, bet online, folks. Uh, podcast one sportsnet.com and betonline.ag. We're doing this whole thing the entire football season where uh, guys like me, all the, the all the uh, uh, podcast one sportsnet personalities are picking the NFL games. We get to pick five games a week. And hey, little tip of the cap this week to Chael Sonnen, the MMA guy, and Danny Picard, that guy I think he's the big uh, Bo Sox guy. Uh, they did a great job this week. They won this week. I remember what it felt like to uh, win one week and think that. That was a big deal, but, oh, that's way in the past because after nine weeks, Jeff Stilson, I'm still number one. I am number one. Do they understand they're being beaten by a fictitious character? I'm three games clear of these guys. So suck it, Chael Sonnen. Get it in gear. Being a real human as well as a fake one. Forget. All right, listen. Uh, I need your help making the picks because if I pick right, you can win Bet Online credits. You, my listeners, and if we win the season, BetOnline.ag is going to give our favorite charity five thousand bucks. Let's make this happen so we can get the money for one of our big charities. And I like the cerebral palsy folks. I think they do great work. So help me with my picks. We're having so much fun with all the options on BetOnline.ag. Use podcast one and the code the code podcast one yeah, somewhere in there just type in podcast one to receive a 50% welcome bonus so you know what's going on in sports this time of year every, literally every major sport is still kicking it there's only one place to get in on all the action betonline.ag use promo code podcast one to receive a 50% sign up bonus that's podcast one for the 50% sign up bonus do it and do it now now listen uh oh I understand this uh you got a pop quiz for me? We got a pop quiz? I got one. Ah, it's impressive. Do we have a theme song for pop quiz? Now we don't have a theme song for a pop quiz. Hang on. Boom, pop, pop quiz. All right, there we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three questions, right? Three questions. I hope that wasn't a violation of some sort. Some sort one of those BMI things. I just accidentally sang a Pharrell tune. Ah, damn it. Yeah, it might cost you 50 bucks. Uh, you ready? I'm ready. Uh, name the purple people eaters. The individuals on the Minnesota yeah, Vikings yeah. defensive line. Carl uh, Eller. Yeah. Alan Page. Yeah. Uh, and two white guys. 
Can no. I get away with that? No. Oh, wait, Jim. Uh, wrong way, Jim uh, Marshall. Jim Marshall, nice. You're one, you're... And then there was one white guy. Yeah. Uh, Ron something or other. Gary Larson. Gary Larson. I'll give Damn it. No, no, nah, nah, it's three out of four. Not good enough. Oh, for one, although I'll take a half of All point. right. We're going to stay on that theme. Name the fearsome foursome. Ooh, fearsome foursome. Uh, Carl Eller. Alan. No, hang on. Fearsome foursome. Uh, Los Angeles Rams. Yep. That's going to be Deacon Jones. Uh, that's going to be uh, Roosevelt Brown. Greer. Rosie, Rosie, Roosevelt Rosie Greer. Greer. And you know about Rosie Greer. He was there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I was no, no other defensive linemen, as far as I know, have been present at the at at this, at anyone else's assassination. Yeah. Not even the firing of their own coach. And the and the other one is I, easy. I, I, oh, the other one's easy. Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. Uh, Merlin Olson. There you go. Yeah, there's three. So again, I'm stuck on three. Damn it. Oh, you didn't get okay. I didn't get the fourth. Uh, might be. It doesn't come right to mind. It might uh, be uh, Lamar no. Lundy. Oh, damn it. Great name, too. One of the best yeah, names ever name. in football. Now, the last one. This is a hard one. Who replaced Rosie Greer when he retired on the Fearsome Foursome? Who replaced Rosie Greer on the Fearsome Foursome for the Los Angeles Rams? Uh, ooh, did it, was it somebody who went on to a long and illustrious career? Well, he had already played in Detroit ooh. and uh, with Alex Karras, and he's the reason I became a Rams fan. The Lions used to be my favorite team. Joe Schultz. No. That's all right. Roger Brown. Oh, first, sure. First, I knew there was a Brown in the there first somewhere. Three hundred pounder in the league, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. By the way. So if and can, he's not. If you if you vote, you vote for. Of course. Well, I do, but yeah. I, it's not. It's not an official, not official ballot. It's, no. Yeah. Okay. But, I, I do write it in, but I write it in ink, so they know it's well, from me. Please write in Roger Brown. He belongs in I'm just going to put one big name on it, scrawled Roger, Roger Brown, Brown, and just send that in. Number seventy-eight. Because the last time I did that, the FBI came knocking on my door. Jeff Stilson, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Chet, thank you for having me. Please give my regards to uh, to Scotty Nordquist. If you I will. I will. Uh, I, I'm looking for him. I'm looking. I'm scouring a lot of the detox centers as we speak. Hey, listen, folks, if you're excited for Halloween and who isn't, you are going to love all the thrilling show, The thrilling shows. Podcast One has to offer. Really, spend your Halloween on Podcast One. Get ready for chills with some of the best crime and mystery shows around, like Beyond the Darkness, Serial Killer Podcast, Cold Case Files, Murder Made Me Famous, and The First Degree, plus so much more. Check out all these thrilling shows today on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. My thanks to Kid Sullen, Jeff Stilson, one of the best uh, comedians, writers, and producers in the world. Now, listen, uh, where can people see your work? Are you on uh, any social media? Do you give a crap no, about that? No, I don't do social media. You don't do any of that. Yeah. So if they want to see you, they got to come out live, or they got to watch uh, the uh, Mark Twain Awards. They'll see some of your work there. Yeah. Excellent, man. Uh, and uh, listen. Uh, go online and uh, watch some watch some Jeff Stilson stand up. He's one of the best. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Thanks for tuning in. Support my sponsors, and if you're over 15, for God's sake, stay home this Halloween and just give out candy. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in our nation's cradle of disappointment, Washington D.C., calling the midterm elections fantasy draft. For C-SPAN Sports, this is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.
Hey, folks, Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. That's right, free. Watch over 100 TV channels, thousands of movies on demand, all for free. No credit card needed. No sign-up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today.